everybody, it's Brittany here from the Roots and Wings podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these. I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of the other cool things that my dad has been a part of. He is a children's singer-songwriter. He has lots of different CDs out there, and he travels around doing concerts for kids and families. If you are interested in learning more about that, feel free to check out his website at www.chiprichter.com. Or email me, because I'm actually his booking agent. Email me at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chipbrichter.com. Thanks so much. There's a party going on in the ladybug's living room. Living room. Ladybugs, yeah. This is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's a good, it's, a, it's actually a sunny day here. How about, how about where you're at, Dad? Is it sunny? It's a sunny day, but it's also a snowy day. <laughs> Believe it or not, and it's and it is spring. <laughs> it's crazy though. We got like, well, it's starting to melt off. It's supposed to get up to forty today, but we yeah. got like we woke up to ice and snow. It was really pretty, but it was <laughs> just weird. I know it loses it's it starts to lose its wonder a little bit, doesn't kind of it? Losing when its magic. Yeah, when you're like, I want the magic of green grass <laughs> and flowers, but we'll mm. it'll come. It will. It's come. coming. It's it will coming. come. There's, there's little flowers popping up in the flower bed, but they they. They look sad because they're all covered with snow right now. Oh, it will come. That's what I keep <laughs> telling myself over and over again. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Spring but, is coming. Yeah. Well, hey, everyone. Just a, um, something that Dad and I were talking about before we click record t- uh, today is if you have a minute when you're done listening to the podcast or if you've liked what you've heard so far, go ahead and jump on and rate the podcast or write a review. That just helps people find us easier if they're um, searching for you know a, a family parenting podcast. So if you're able to do that, go ahead and jump on uh, and do that. We'd really, really appreciate it. The other part of it is I guess I listen to these podcasts that are like, you know, number one, you know, they got thousands and thousands of likes and listeners and whatever. And I think they don't need my help. But, but they, they do. They Well, the way they got there, you know, in the very beginning, people reviewed it and rated it. So that's how, and that's how more people find it. And it really is, there's a, there's a method to it. I'll tell you another um, good thing that somebody that people could do too, is there's, it's real easy to share episodes. Like if you hear an episode and you think of someone, um, even while you're listening, you can, I've done this before. There's this little, uh, little button there and you can just click that. And even while you're listening, you can send it and share it with a friend or somebody. Oh, that's an idea. yeah, that's really good. I think it's a personal, more personal that way too. So, so okay. Yeah. So that's our that's our. Um, our yeah. Plug whenever for you get a minute, that'd be helping great. Helping us out. All right. Well, hey, this um, this episode this week is kind of interesting. I was listening to the radio the other day, just and I heard this story about um, in Utah. Senator Lincoln Fillmore, Republican from Utah, sponsored a bill uh, called the Free Range Parenting Law. <laughs> and I, thought, I heard that and I thought, 
free-range parenting. Of course, the I first know thing it is, just makes me think of like chicken or something, right? Yeah, or cattle free range or something. Turkey, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, what is that about? So it, it it caught my ear. So anyway, I started listening to it. It turns out with this, and maybe some of our listeners of you maybe you know about this, but um, I'll put a, a link to the article that I found. And I'll just read a bit of this. It says, in May, Utah will become the first state to bestow statutory blessing on such activities as, listen to this, allowing kids to play outside, walk to school or parks, or engage in other activities independently. How without, dare they? <laughs> without fear of launching a child welfare investigation because a passerby disapproves. Hmm. So I, I thought, what? Really? I mean... So the, I'll go on. I'll read further. The so-called, quote, free-range parenting, unquote, law, which takes effect on May 8th, will protect parents like Jessica Hall, who lets her four kids, ages 5 to 12, jump ditches and play in the park and enjoy the kind of childhood more common in their parents' generation than in their own. The new law says participating in such activities that focus on being outside and staying busy without supervision do not by themselves, justify a child welfare investigation. So evidently... Interesting. What, yeah, what has been happening or what has happened, which really surprises me, is that there have been parents who have encouraged their kids to go outside and play, uh, giving them some independence and some freedom. And as those kids have been outside playing, a neighbor or passerby has seen those children and thought, oh my gosh, look, these kids are just running wild. There's no one to take care of them. And they've reported this the, the families to child welfare services. And there's been investigations. And even, um, even I, I guess, there's been some legal, um, you know, legal, legal fights over this thing. Hmm. So, I, so I, I, just, I just thought this was odd. I, I, I know we live in a time where... You know, we, we hear the term helicopter parents. Um, you know, we've, we've heard there's I've, some overparenting. People have been accused of parenting too much or being too a little bit too crazy when it comes to safety and all the things. I mean, I know when I was a kid, you know, I, I mean, I grew up in an era when we didn't have seatbelts in our cars, which seems crazy to me now. But I mean, there de- and I remember riding my bike without a helmet. We, nobody had a helmet. We just that's what we did when we were kids. You know, we just that's what we did. But now. It's different. There's a lot more uh, awareness about brain injuries. And I, I believe in helmets. I think they're good. And I encourage that. And I think safety is good. And if there's an obvious danger that, you know, we should. But man, I think not not being able to ride your bike, you know, around the block or yeah. walk, to the, walk to school or walk to the park or yeah. I just wonder, I just wonder what I don't know what kind of a world we live in, and uh, I'm wondering what how this might hit other other families that are listening to this podcast. Maybe. And also, we're we should say up front that we're not here to champion a side. I'm just raising a question about this. Uh, mm-hmm. it, this could be somewhat controversial for some. Some of you may be listening and say, "Well, of course, you know, of course we <laughs> we never let our kids do that." And others could say, "Well, what do you mean?" You know. So I think it's yeah. worth having a conversation about. Yeah, so let's let's unpack this a little bit, um, you know, because it's like you said, it's in, an interesting topic for sure, one worth a lot of discussion. So, like you said, I'm just going to ask you, you know, kind of your some a question, to kind of help think, kind of structure this a little bit. You said, um, you know, 
I didn't do that kind of stuff growing up as much. I didn't see those things as much. So, Dad, what do you think, um, like, what are some differences that you've seen since you've parented maybe us and then the families and kids who you've worked with throughout the years? Are there some, are there, like, you know, huge contrasts? Do you still see some similarities? What are some some different things that you've seen when it comes to this kind of topic of helicopter parents or free range parenting? Well, I guess I, you know, I've certainly have seen examples of, and I don't, I don't helicopter parents. I mean, that sounds terrible in some ways and I don't want to be, I don't want to ridicule anyone's parenting style. That that's the thing about parenting. I mean, you have to parent your kids. We, I think we've said this in a previous podcast. These are your kids <laughs> and your your responsibility. And you've got to parent them the way that you feel you're supposed to parent them. You you can't be you can't compare yourself with other parents. You have to do your own thing. And I guess that's why we're here with this podcast too, is just to sort of say, here's what some people are doing. Here's some ideas. If you're looking for some answers or some, you know, or if you have a question about this or you know, we, we I think it's good to open yourself up to lots of parenting styles and parenting techniques and ideas. I think that's that's a good that's a good thing to do, um, and I think to have an opportunity to maybe change your mind about something that you would you know the way you would would do something, that's fine. Um, but we're not here to tell you how to do it, obviously, or what to believe. We've talked about that too in terms of your faith journey and where you're at in your faith traditions. They're yours and it's your stuff, but we, we're here to encourage you in it and to help you do it, you know, even better than you're already doing it. So as far as what I've seen, if I've seen changes, I certainly have seen this kind of, um, kind of a, almost sort of a fearful society when it comes to parents, parenting, I mean, where we become so fearful um, that something's going to happen. And and that's natural, I guess, for, for us to have that. But then for us to just be able to relax and, and let, just let some, let, let it happen, you know, kind mm-hmm. of organically. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I think that I guess if you catch yourself, you know, maybe, maybe this topic you'll, you'll be listening and you'll go, man, I, maybe I'm in that place, you know, I mean, but just, just this idea that kids kind of need that from a very young age, I think children benefit from the freedom, like free play, like, and that idea of free range, you know, there's just be able to, you know, create their own entertainment, their own, um, independence, you know, to, to find their own way and make their own things. We still care for them. We feed them, we clothe them, we make sure there's, they're healthy and, and cared for. But part of that, part of that making them healthy and I think well-adjusted and well-balanced is giving them the opportunity to fail, giving them the opportunity to fall, <laughs> giving them the opportunity to, to make a mistake, know, knowing that they're going to, but it's not the end of the world. In fact, it might be the best thing for them in the sense of helping them, shaping them in a way that they couldn't be otherwise. You know? Well, I would say, to kind of go back to your point of the fear, because I, you, you know, I asked, you know, what is one thing that you see? And you said, I kind of feel like there's a sense of fear. And in a very real way, there are probably more fears out there, are more things to be maybe fearful of today than there were, in what, perhaps. In, well, how, how do you, how do you see that? Or I would, I'm just thinking of, um, and maybe it's not more things to be afraid of, or here's maybe another thought. 
there we have more access to information today than we ever have no, in that's the true. entire in the entire world right. or entire time. So right. you have at a you know you whip it out of your pocket and you can Google you know the symptoms of a spider bite and then instantly think your child's <laughs> leg is going to be cut off. The, the web you know? the web and yeah. MD yeah. syndrome. Or right? like we have information yeah. about like you said brain you know, brain trauma, that kind of stuff, all things that can be super useful to us. Mm -hmm. But also sometimes, and maybe some of that was that, that phrase, ignorance is bliss. Maybe some of that kind of happened back in the day. Which is Um, obviously not a great, you know, not, not, no, not not always positive. Not a way to live your life, right? Yeah. But I think maybe that's what we're experiencing in some ways in these generational changes is there was, there's just more information all the time. And then not only more information, what's happening in your corner of the world, there's more information to hear what's happening around the world. And sometimes that can cause fear in the sense that you just want to like hold everything that you love even closer because you know that there's places and things that are unraveling and all of a sudden you're afraid because you're not sure how it's going to impact your small corner of your world. And I I can I can feel for the parents because I'm not one, but like, you know, I have a dog who I love, which just sounds so ridiculous, but like I want to try to protect my dog from bad things. Mm-hmm. And that's just a dog. So I can only imagine how parents are like, Oh man, like I hear these things, I see these things and you're just trying your your best to like to 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 overcome that fear by protecting, you know, the the people, the little people that you love the most or the sure. big people. And so I think that could be part of where this change has come from, which is this this knowledge that we have, this easy access to so much information yeah. all the time that's kind of shifted how people um, respond to things and operate. And I'm not saying that's the place we should live in, but I do think that could be part of how we got here, you know, how we're getting to this place, like you said. Mm-hmm. But um, I, that's interesting. I like what you said. It's interesting how you're saying, you know, we, despite that, we need to give our kids the freedom to to experience life because we could be so protective with information and keeping things that we're 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 protecting them from bad things, but then we're also holding them back from experiencing good things and all things and things that will shape them and grow them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. Did that was that a hard balance for you to find as a parent yourself? I think I yes, I'll say yes in the beginning. You know, because you do. You know, especially these you get these fragile little babies that come to you, and but I think I learned as kind of quickly that idea of um, allowing you kids the opportunity to, well, just when you're learning to walk, for example. And, and we have, um, you know, our, our granddaughter Riley now is just, you know, she's learning to walk, you know. I mean, in fact, she's learning to walk with some ch- challenges. Our granddaughter Riley has cerebral palsy, so she's, she deals with some extra things that are hard for her. But she is learning to walk, and it's it's exciting and thrilling, but part of that process for her is is that she is going to fall down, and she doesn't like falling down. In fact, she's she's cute because she'll say, she'll well, they're kind of coaching her. Uh, head. She'll go head head, and she'll talk to touch her head because she's hit her head before, and she doesn't want to do it again. But 
and we don't want her to either. So we're, we're, you know, her mom and dad are working with her and that, and Marion's dad is a physical therapist. So he knows, you know, what he's doing too, but she's going to fall. It's going to happen, but it's kind of part of that process. And I think if you take that, just that little example, and it's, it's the same with you kids when you're little, but in that, in the falling, you kind of, you actually learn how to fall. You know, you learn how to protect yourself. And in life, there are things that are going to come at us that you need to learn how to endure it. You know, negative things. You don't, we don't wish, I don't wish anything bad on any child, anytime. But we just know that life can be unpredictable. Life can be hard. Yes, we should minimize risk at, at all, as much as we can, but not at the expense of our children's development and even even emotionally being developing you know themselves emotionally psychologically spiritually um you know how how can a how can a child learn to be brave if they aren't faced with something that's a little bit scary and hard and then to come out on the other side and realize i was able to do that you know you're building something in their character you're building something in their you know in their psyche and who they are and i think and we can do that in small doses when they're little. You know, we can start with that in mind when they're small. And as they get older, think about, <laughs> I remember the first time, you know, you guys, we handed you the keys to the car and you drove off. You know, that that's somehow very terrifying. Well, there's a ton of practice that goes into somehow, that. Somehow, I can see why that would be terrifying. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, on the on the way home for me getting <laughs> from getting my license, I remember this so clearly. On the, you were following me in the car, yeah. I literally got my license, and on the way home, I hit the biggest like crater, and it completely took off the hubcap of the car. And I remember we had to pull over on the side, and you just looked at me, and you're like. Okay, like this is gonna be a long. This is gonna be a process for me. You literally just got your license. Yeah, I remember. You that still too. let me go. You I remember still that let me too. Go. We, and that was that we was, picked the hubcap up and we moved on. We moved on. So anyway, um, yeah. So we, I think we have to give our kids the opportunity to have, you know, a, face something that's hard and difficult and scary and challenging to give them an opportunity to grow. And to become independent, um, self-sufficient, I think that's important. Yeah. And I can imagine, you know, I think as you're saying this, I, I can imagine listening to this and having kids and thinking, well, that's real. That's nice to say, but that's a really hard thing to put into practice, too, because you love them so much and you feel like your job, equally your job as a parent to shape your children, to create world changers and young adults who are sufficient in this world, your job is also to protect them and to be there for them. And so I think that's probably this where this controversy feeling comes from is we all operate in different places and it's just that constant struggle. And I would say too, I'm sure that you're thinking this, but um, finding opportunities, like you said, when they're young, to have these moments of independence and, and kind of experience that we are, well, I think we're both, we both say these opportunities in, you know, a, a safe environment in some ways. Like I think for me, something that was so formative in my life is we spent, um, I spent every summer up at um, Lake Erie in a place called Lakeside, Ohio, where you kind of got your children's ministry uh, start dad. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
that's where we spent our summer and it's a unique environment. It's not a typical environment. It's like a small gated town and there's not really a lot of cars, a lot of golf carts, a lot of bikes. And, you know, growing up there each summer, I had the opportunity at like six or seven to jump on my bike and you just said, be back sometime before (laughs) dinner. You know, I mean, there just wasn't this, um, but there, but you knew that you had an atmosphere that you couldn't, that you could trust the, what's happening for that. You could trust the culture and the environment that I could do that. You know, that there, if I got lost, there would be people I could ask for help um, and that kind of stuff. So that's unique. But yet at the same time, I think we can find probably more places of that than we than we think if we allow ourselves the room to look into those. And I will say being a kid, having that in my life, it, it was extremely formative. Um, just th- I remember getting lost and crying at the laundromat <laughs> because I couldn't remember the streets and nobody could, nobody told me what to do. I kind of just kind of just pulled myself together, kind of got over my emotions to, to remember, to remember, I really know what I'm doing. Like I really actually knew where I was. Mm -hmm. I just got freaked out, but I had to have that moment by myself to realize, Oh, Hey, I I can overcome these emotions and I can figure out what I'm doing. Um, and I, I've told Jeff many times, like, man, if we ever have kids, like, I think I would want them to be able to spend, well, I don't know if we can spend summers, but at least weeks at Lakeside (laughs) to have that experience, you know, of, um, being able to let them go and figure life out because it was such a, it really was a formative thing. But I also will say I understand that that's a you that's kind of a unique environment. And maybe you listening to this podcast, you don't live in a place where you truly could send your. It would be irresponsible to send your kid out by themselves. Where right where you're at, mm-hmm. I get that. Right. I understand that we're operating in different places, different corners of the world. So. Because of that, Dad, what would you tell parents? Like, how would you tell parents to give them creative ways to give them these opportunities to let their kids have moments of growth and independence and kind of a hands-off approach? Well, I mean, uh, we're not advocating, you know, that we're being irresponsible parents, obviously. I mean, if you, we know. we I think parents have it, innately know what's going to be good for their kids, what's going to be dangerous. So, obviously, we're not advocating it. You just go, yeah, whatever. But I do think you can, um, I think, I think start small, you know, start, look, look around, look at your, look at your life, look at your, you know, kind of your day-to-day things and what your kids are into and, and just start small, look at some small things that, that you can do to give them some independence. Um, maybe that would be, you know, something as simple as a chore, a small chore that they can do on that, like something that you always did for them. And now you're saying, you know what, I think you're old enough to do this. I think, why don't you make your bed or why don't you, you know, uh, and- I still remember the day mom made me start hanging up my own clothes in the closet. That was terrible. <laughs> your mom made you hang up your clothes in the closet and you thought that was terrible because it was terrible at the time. Cause I was like, I have to reach for those hangers. What? <laughs> well, even just something as small as that, a chore, a task, you know, it's just little things like that. We can, we can pull them into, hmm. you know, as you're talking, I'm I'm just remembering moments throughout my throughout my uh, childhood of you. Here's some that I will never forget, like defining moments. So I remember 
I wanted to go to a movie with some friends. I think I was like 15 Mm -hmm. maybe. And I remember asking you, can I go see this movie? And it was a PG-13 movie. And I remember I said, hey, dad, I want to go see this movie. Can I see it? And I remember when I asked, I was like, I don't know if he's going to let me do this or not. And you said, do you think that's a movie you should see? And I remember being like, uh, what? And you're like, yeah, if you think you if you think it's a good movie for you to see, you go ahead and see it. And I was like, oh, dear, he just put the ball back in my court. And so now all of a sudden I had to decide, is this a movie that I really want to see? And I was so like flustered that you made me do that. I just didn't even do it because I was like, oh, no, I'm not ready for that decision. But I remember thinking that that was a defining moment for me because I thought, wow, like my dad trusts me to make these decisions. Like he's he's asking me to make to think through Mm -hmm. what I'm what movies I go see with my friends. And he's trusting that I'm going to make good ones. And that was a a subtle maybe for you, but loud uh, moment in my life that I remember starting to take on that responsibility of thinking through some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are probably just like you said, um, just small ways as you're growing up to keep encouraging independence in your kids. But, um, well, again, ways that you probably didn't even realize. Yeah. And I didn't do that just out of the blue. I mean, we had years and years of building trust with you. You, 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 sh- you know, hmm. we gave you many opportunities to, you know, to be independent, to make good choices. We did that with all of you kids. And, you guys did. And you, we, we were, you know, building trust happens over a period of time. But the thing is, if we never give our kids the opportunity to, to make a wrong decision, you know, if we just make all the decisions for them and there's no opportunity for them to exercise those independent muscles, you know, those those places of making a good decision and, and a good choice or making a bad choice and then having to deal with the consequences because that's the other side of that. Your child makes a wrong choice. There are consequences to that. And the consequences are real. And that's an opportunity to say everything has a consequence. Good choices, bad choices. I just think that it's another learning, growing, teaching opportunity to help our children with. Hmm. This article that I started out reading about this article, I just want to represent kind of the flip side or the the people who are anti-free range uh, kids. This article does point out that not everyone agrees, though, as evidenced by the fact that people do report those parents of children that are seen playing and walking by themselves to authorities around the country. Um, and at the point that people worry that just being alone makes a child vulnerable. And, and you know, we've, we've heard about, you know, child abductions. And, and there's, a, st- there's yeah. a statistic here that says it takes just 37 seconds to steal a child. And that's... Oh, see, that's that information. That's terrifying. Right, it is. It is terrifying. And you know, when you hear stuff like that, it is it is t- terrifying. So, listen, w- there's there's a whole side to that that we have to we can't just turn a blind eye to or just be, you know, we have to be vigilant as parents. Yes, but so somehow that's the that's the thing that's the challenge here for us as parents and grandparents is to be vigilant to keep our kids safe. And secure, but at the same time, give them opportunities to exercise some independence, some freedom. And so that's, you know, that's the challenge. But I think it's a challenge worth meeting. I think it's something we should aspire to and, um, you know, see how, how it might work its way out for our kids. I know in my stage of life where my friends are having babies and they're just these little babies and you think you're just having these little cute babies. <laughs> 
but there's this element to it that you're you want a parent so you're raising adults and I remember I remember so clearly dad crying the week that I was getting married the week of getting married because it was so emotional <laughs> for me because I'm just well emotional some would say some would say I'm emotional and I remember you telling me I was like dad I just don't want to pack up my stuff and I don't want to leave and you said Brittany if if I like I raised you to have wings and if I didn't do that I I would not have done my job right. and I remember being like Oh, that's kind of sad, but it also brought me peace to know that like you weren't just you weren't in shambles of this. That this was something that was bringing you joy because you raised me to do that. You raised me to have wings and to go and to experience life and experience the world. And just the fact that you said if I wouldn't have raised you that way, I wouldn't have done my job. And I that that stuck with me. It has continued to stick with me. And right. I think that's challenging, but. Um, a good thing to keep in mind as we walk throughout this crazy life. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, I, I think that's a good example. I think of really this whole parenting thing. What we're doing is, is preparing our children to go <laughs> to have wings and fly. Um, that's what we're doing. And that's the whole, that's the whole point of it, you know? Um, so anything that we can do to, to, to equip you and, and, and make you ready, you know, to launch, you know, that that's what we should be doing. And I guess that's what I'm hoping this podcast will, will be. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage you folks that are listening, if you have some thoughts about this kind of controversial topic, you know, there's two sides to this coin for sure. If, if you've got some ideas or some thoughts that you'd like to share with us, um, you can email them to us at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chiprichter.com. And you can send an email to me, chip at chiprichter.com. And... We'd love yeah. to hear from you guys. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. To hear all of those even practical tips and things that maybe you've implemented in your own family's yeah. life of different things that you've done. So that's really encouraging and inspiring. And I just hope it's it's a conversation starter or even just a thought-provoking thing about how we're building independence into our kids. And um, I'll post links in the show notes to this article that I've read and also um, a link to a website called Free Range Kids that has been around for about 10 years it's not really a new thing so um, look for those look for yeah, those in the show awesome. notes okay i guess yeah. that's a wrap everybody don't forget to like and share and rate and yeah we keep talking about free range stuff i'm hungry <laughs> so i'm gonna go get some lunch all right <laughs> thanks a lot for listening everybody see you next time bye everyone <laughs>